This was rad. It's holy rad. Way rad. Fully rad. You say that was gnarly. Who's that? Sit down, Navigator. Are you the one that's been calling me? Affirmative. You have the information I require to complete my mission. Sit down. I think there's been some sort of mistake. I do not make mistakes awaiting final vectors. Vectors? I don't have any vectors. I'm just a kid. That is obvious. But your brain has been programmed with all appropriate star charts. You mean that's why my brain has been coming up with all that stuff? Yes. You are the navigator. <laughs> just gonna see how long I can hold it. Nice. This was Rad Podcast coming at you again. Uh, this is the podcast where two guys again in their thirties, again and again, watch to. movies from the eighties. Uh, where uh, from our childhood, where we make a teenager watch them with us to see if they are as rad as when we remember. Which must mean I am Paul. I'm Greg. I'm Willow, and I'm peeling an orange. Just yeah. To be clear. Oh, that's gonna di- <laughs> that is gonna disturb one of our listeners who we know personally. Yeah, to put it right in the mic. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that. I want to know if it disturbs. So we have a listener that we know that we met. Uh, she, she hates oranges. Not huh. allergic. Just doesn't like them. Just hates oranges. At Please. first we thought it was the just, color orange. Just something, nope. right? I thought she ordered carrots. And it's like, huh? <laughs> I hate everything orange. No, it's just oranges. So uh, hopefully that sound of appeal coming out <laughs> off the it's fruit. It's the sound of appeal. <laughs> Was that an appealing sound? Disappointed in both of you. I should probably get my Anywho. Uh, well, we came off the heavy Blade Runner last week. So Fair we enough. Kinda... A little palate cleanser. <laughs> we got to kind of All right. Climb what movie did we do, Paul? Oh. I thought we were doing the better movie. Oh, this movie. I remember this movie so well. Flight of the Navigator. Uh, so this actually came almost as a fan request. I'm, yeah, it's our first one. Uh, so now, I don't mean the first fan to say we should do a movie. I mean, this is the first one that we had multiple people tell us we should do. Oh, we know we're going to do it. Buckaroo Banzai. Okay? It's <laughs> yes. going to happen. It's happen. We get it. Uh, I just scheduled out movies going into 2018. Buckaroo Banzai, not in not there. On that list. <laughs> but it's going to happen. We assure you. We will run out of movies. Uh, so Flight of the Navigator, somebody posted it, uh, my brother actually posted this, and then a whole bunch of people just logged on, yeah, when are you doing this one, when are you doing this one, so, uh, we, uh, recently reorganized our movie list because we, uh, were actually, uh, created a roadmap, if you will, to get to one year, um, which is gonna be a super awesome movie, we'll, we'll save that for now, but, uh, Flight of the Navigator. I thought we were gonna do a certain movie closer up, but nope, now I have to wait. Four more weeks. Yep. I was only supposed to wait, like, one more week. I was like, what? She's really interested in Howard the Duck, huh? Really <laughs> I interesting. I guess she really is. Wow. Yeah, sure, that's it. <laughs> so so we decided to go with Flight of the Navigator instead. Uh, this movie... Uh, do you mind if I... Go! Uh, the movie no, about you a, may not. Uh, the movie about Back a 12-year-old kid gets kidnapped by a spaceship, uh, gets pushed eight years into the future, and then tries to get back. And uh, for me, this movie... Somebody posted it on Facebook, and I completely agree. Disney, because I remember watching this on, on the Disney Channel. As do I. This is when I saw it. Disney and Channel. I always remember watching this in two parts, to the point that I thought they were sequels. I Ooh. always thought the second part was a sequel. That's how naive I was on what was going on with this film. Um, but I do remember them always showing it in two parts. Disney really liked to do that. I remember they as a kid, that a was lot of a lot like of movies that. were yes. broken up into a two-night event. Yep, yeah. yep. I, I completely agree with you. Um, and so this one was, uh, just like you were saying about Blade Runner, this is a movie I remember so much about. The, you know, the, the Ralph robot there that, that he gets into, uh, the spaceship alone, Max, uh, his little brother, Jeff, who, who, who's kind of a dork, and then you see him growing up, and the fireworks. Like, yeah. I know I know a lot. I remember way more. You just did the whole movie. Time. We don't have to talk about anything. You, you okay, nailed it. Uh, I am Paul. Yeah. I'm Greg. <laughs> I'm Willow. Yeah. See you later, everybody. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Uh, 
Well, that's what I remember. So too. we're going to spend the rest of the 45 minutes now discussing uh, French fries, I believe, is what we we agreed I, on. Yeah, and oranges. <laughs> Orange fries. Oh, boy, wave of the future. Oh, deep fry some oranges. Oh, not cooking. Greg, what are you I think I think it might take a little bit, oh. maybe like to 2019, to really catch on. <laughs> okay. But I think once we hit 2019, I think that's, yeah. That's where we really zip it. Magic boots. Yep. French fried oranges. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> nobody, nobody steal that. Yes. Uh, nobody, please. What do you remember? What do you remember this movie? Um, I I remember uh, Paul Rubens, not credited as himself, credited as Paul yes. Mall, like yes. the cigarette. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that was about. And uh, but I, I I remember him doing a thing. I always remember the uh, the uh, Max. You know, he, you know, he had like the thing. It, well, it didn't look like an eye, but it was it looked like an optical yes. kind of lens yes. thing. Yeah, I always like remember the fins that. on the side and the little ones. Yeah, I remember. I remember uh, Ralph. I remember him hiding in Ralph. I remember that. And I remember uh, Sarah Jessica Parker having dyed hair. I remember like the kid yeah. not figuring out that that was like a like why is your hair dyed? And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, for some reason that again. Useless memories, uh, by the but way, there it is. By the way, second movie now that we've done with Sarah Jessica Parker as a secondary character. That's true. Because she was in Footloose. She sure was. Yeah. We watched that? <laughs> yes, we did. Yes. Oh, yeah. Everybody cut Footloose, Willow, in that movie. <clears throat> How did we... It literally <clears throat> opened with feet dancing. Door? Footloose? I don't remember. Oh, it we should really go back check. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah, I'll get right on that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> And this movie opens like all oh, great films. The podcast is worth listening to again. Yeah, I'm gonna keep going with what <laughs> I, I was saying. This movie was gonna be about dogs. Well, let me tell you, everyone loves a dog, Willow. That's how we start this movie out with dogs. And you know what dogs love to do? 17. They love frisbees. I thought We're gonna have these dogs in the sky. I thought it was a real future. And it was, and it was a rope a dope, Willow. Boom! And what? then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, it's dogs and frisbees. Listen well, to the synth. It's why would it be, it be like a Roomba in the sky, and like the dogs are just trying? You saying a Roomba? Roomba? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she called it a Roomba because Roombas don't fly. <laughs> they they very much are designed They're for the ground. In the Greg, air. That's why if you heard, she said there's a Roomba in the sky. Is this like a is this like drugs thing? It's like Lucy in the sky. Is this like a, a kid slang what thing about drugs? I hope not. Well, you know what? Is this My a, dog. Are you are you on the drugs? Well, this. My dog does not. Is Roomba the new this. name for bath salts? <laughs> You thought it was a dance. <laughs> no, sir, it's bath salts. My what are you doing? I'm tripping on. I'm, I'm, I'm just going. I'm, no, mom. I'm just. I'm doing some Roomba. I'm just Roombaing down here. I'm cleaning with my Roomba. You don't understand. It's a different time signature than you used to. It's not a waltz. <laughs> it's some Roomba. <laughs> uh, now, now, what's interesting about this whole thing when Willow goes with the Roomba? It's it, there's a silver, silver disc. A silver disc going across the screen. But. And, saying, uh, that was really irritating me. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But with the silver disc, it's it's a mislead to a flying saucer. And they do it like five more oh, times. Oh, they sure do they. They love that. Almost to the point where like, we get it. There's a spaceship <laughs> at some point. We get it. Less is more. Less is Can more. you cut it back a little? Or It's or, a little on the nose. Or just put it to the point that it's out of this world. <laughs> because when they finally get to the spaceship, it's just like, oh yeah, yeah, it's uh, clearly a spaceship. So and and yeah. and where are they, Willow? Do you remember where they are? At the very beginning of this film, they're they're at an event. Do you remember the event name? Kansas. The Frisbee Dog Championship of 1978. I'm out. <laughs> well, it was a championship. Ah, uh, I think we can all agree <laughs> that was probably the championship. <laughs> Come on. So, uh, so the kid we meet David uh, at this event, and he's trying to get his dog Bruiser. Uh, uh, Prelude to the future, haha. <laughs> oh, uh, where his dog cannot catch, and he says, "Bruiser's having none of this frisbee garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he, not interested at all." And David goes, "Literally means don't worry, boy. I'm gonna teach you if it kills me." <laughs> Which I guess is commitment. I was gonna say, no, you know, you know, you know, you know what is, I love? That's me and my gym teacher trying to teach me football. Like, sure, I'll pretend to play, but I don't actually know what's going on, and I don't really care. Do you do you think do you think like like his flashing forward a little bit here? Do you think like his brother like heard that and then and then when he, then when he disappeared he was like all right I'm gonna take up the mantle <laughs> yes and then yes. he came back and then and then do you think he was like I'm so happy you're here 
I wasted eight friggin' years of my life teaching this stupid dog to chase a frisbee. You know what he wanted to do? Anything but chase a frisbee. Well, you know what it is, Greg. Who didn't go to the prom here? Raise your hand. Hold on. Hey, guess what? It's me because I was teaching this dog a frisbee trick. Uh, Greg, uh, that's oh. because when his brother disappeared and they declared him dead. Dead. He went to a psychologist. <laughs> you know what that psychologist said? Go play sport. Take him a take sport. Him. Take him a sport. <laughs> and like said, dog frisbees. Dog frisbees. <laughs> it's a championship. My dog just walked by. She's like, I'm done with this. I don't want you yes. guys to get the idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying, Willow. That dog just ran away like, I ain't having none of that frisbee crap. Yep, nope. I am done. Dunsky. Dog heard frisbee. He <laughs> was just trying to escape this whole time. Uh, I don't think my dog's ever played with a frisbee. And, um, you know, did you did you notice that um uh, there are multiple fake-outs from Sky things Frisbee yeah. is the first one. A uh, blimp, blimp is the second one. A curiously low blimp. You seriously, you could take the beginning of this film and then cut right from where you see that blimp come in to like screams and bombs dropping and it could be like, oh, the Ruskies are invading with blimps. Like it is so low to the ground and everyone is terrified. But it's a really weird scene. Which I guess makes makes sense because everyone just kind of slowly looks up. Nobody goes, oh, hey, look, a blimp. They're no, all, they're all like, oh, it's happened. It's happening. Blimps. It's Hindenburg. Come, they're, no, come to us. No, they're all like, this is it. Oh my God. Your eclipse viewers. Everyone, ah. everyone is having that thought when you have mortal terror where it's like, I never... Whatever, you know, like... I never learned Beethoven on the kazoo! Yeah. You know, like, I never did cocaine for eight nights in a row like I always wanted. <laughs> I, I got to six! I tried, I got to six! I, couldn't, I tried! I couldn't! I couldn't hit eight. I tried so Roomba! so expensive. I, I, tried I tried Roomba! Roomba. <laughs> I'm gonna try bath salts. It's gonna be my book. Uh, and, uh, uh, they're driving home from the, from the Frisbee Championship after being, I guess, almost assaulted by a blimp. Yeah. And uh, nobody's wearing seatbelts in that car. No, they're jumping around. Which I have to say, uh, that uh, as a child in the early 80s, and I, I was late 70s, I, a lot of kids didn't wear seatbelts. I can it was tell not you. Not that crazy. So I can tell you, I got my license when I was 17 in 1997. And I was, I was at work, because uh, I worked at like a dishwasher thing, um, on New Year's Eve. And on New Year's Day, 1998, that, at least for us where I live, that was the day my state declared seatbelts Ma- are mandatory. I remember so that. I was 17 when that became mandatory. There's, I don't even think seatbelts were in cars I was driving what, in in 1986. What I love is when you watch movies from the 70s and people are just holding babies in passenger seats. All the Because time. car seats didn't exist. No. Nope. It's such a weird... Because I literally... <laughs> literally, they didn't. And people... And like... and. In my head, like, I understand that, but I see that, and I'm like, that baby's on a car seat! Like, I lose my mind! No, no, no. So this is why I'm laughing. My father had a had an old GMC van with a passenger seat. Did that have a sweet, was... sweet airbrushed side? Please No, it didn't. No, no, no. This was... Didn't the old one, though, was in Dumber and Dumber? No, he saw the one in Dumber and Dumber. I believe you're talking about the film Dumb and Dumber. I'm not yeah. that bright, okay? Oh. <laughs> Leave me alone. I you know what? He had a baby seat in the front seat. We sitting there. Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> Just going to drop that and let it go. Uh, instead, we have a peeping navigator, which at this oh, point... Oh, do we ever. We could definitely do a movie of just peeping people in the 80s. Did you Did you also notice... <laughs> so many of them. When they pulled Episode in... When they pulled in to their driveway, the song from Greece was playing on the radio. Did you, no, did you notice, that? notice that? Yeah, yeah. You're the, you're the one that I want was playing. Which was directed by oh, the same yeah, person who directed this movie, I think. Oh, really? Or, he ha- or there's a connection there. I can't remember what it is. I didn't even didn't notice the songs. Cause were- I hate that. I hate Grease with a passion. And yeah, ugh. my sister watched that every day for about two and a half years. That would do it. So yeah. like, if they do like a, tw- a 2000s version, that's what I should make you guys watch? Yeah, that would work. Sure. I'll do bath salts. Pretty sure that's called Great. High School Musical. Ooh. True. True, <laughs> yeah. It it's a musical in high school. So anyway, Pretty I just want to say, already, it's got a point in the not rad category, music from Greece, not rad. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, It, you, oh, I can't I override that. I get it, I said Blade Runner wasn't rad, I said Big Trouble not rad. No, no. Let's just get to the end. Music from Greece, not rad. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, it's a point revenge. against it. Uh, if fake, fake blimp spaceship rad? Rad. Okay. Rad. Okay, rad. Even. 
We're we're we're, we're at even. we're at a rad um plateau right now. Uh, slip and slide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a slip and slide of this. It's a pogo ball. What, whatever. What else? No, can no. There's literally a slip and slide in this movie. There is. I wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> so so anyway, uh, this kid. So David, we you're wrote. the only one. So David Freeman, uh, he's a peeping. Uh, he sure is, and he has the checking. hots for Jennifer. He does have the hots. Yeah, he does. Because he's checking out a quote-unquote boat. Um, <laughs> Looking at a boat. And I love how it leads to, like, a father-son conversation. Like, son, I know you're creepily spying <laughs> yes. on a on another child. By the way, doesn't the father linger a little bit when he's a checking out? A little too much? Yeah, no. Let's not go there. His <laughs> son's about to disappear podcast. for eight years. Let's cut him a break. True, he doesn't true, know. True. Do you that's think that's in his head he's like, God is punishing me. <laughs> yeah. I lingered. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I told him to go for it and he moved to Dallas. <laughs> he totally took my message the wrong way. Maybe he really was in love with a boat. Maybe I totally <laughs> read this wrong. <laughs> I told him to go boat. for it. He stole that boat. <laughs> he stole that boat. Oh god! <laughs> a Disney movie too. Ah, oh, our wife has been. My wife has been. Another our wife would be weird. <laughs> my wife. Has, oh, has been giving us notes as we go along. Um, but yeah. So and then he has because it does come back later. I remember even as a kid, even as a kid when I watched this movie, I was like, that is a gigantic. Gigantic box of fireworks, and they're just in his like bedroom, just strewn about his room, yes. just sitting there like one they one raw illegal, spark then. from a from a burnt bulb. And this kid, and this kid's room is a torch. I know a few <laughs> kids that had fireworks. Yes, Th- this kid has has a small store of fireworks in his in his room. He could sell fireworks on a border of, of a neighboring state. Yeah, no. It's in Chinatown? <laughs> yes, he could personally set up um, shop in Chinatown. And so to to kind of move move the plot along, I guess, um, uh, the mom sends him to go get his little brother. So, you know, it's time. To home you know, it's 4th of July. We're going to go get some dinner. So he said, Mom, he's eight years old. <laughs> yes. I think he can walk a half mile through the woods by himself. <laughs> to which I responded, "Holy Christ, David! Are you listening uh, to yourself? Are you on bath salts? Because Roomba. you are a crazy person." <laughs> so, Mom, I think he can get through downtown Detroit holding a wad of cash. Okay, I think he'll be fine. So, so when we were watching this movie, I said, "I said the Willow." It's so funny because I don't even trust you to go to the go to the mailbox. Our mailbox is attached to the house. I don't trust my, my my kid to do anything. I'm terrified that someone is going to, like, steal my child all the time. It's yeah. an irrational is fear. Not, I he, know. He said, I'm not allowed to walk to the mailbox. I'm like, well, it's right outside. What did Clearly he say about just, rolling? I was going to say, Can you roll? Get on the ground you and know, roll to the mailbox? Joke. Oh, how's it feel, Willow? <laughs> oh! 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 Hold on! I hear a violin playing! It's very small! It's, it's playing for Willow! Well, okay, now you have our captivated attention. And... Go. Willow, I'm nope, gonna show no you. No hands. Nope, no hands. Oh, oh, she did it. I'm gonna, I'm no, Willow, I'm gonna say. Nope. I'm I wanna sorry. Hear, I, wanna, I actually would like to hear your joke. I wanna hear this oh, joke. No one, up. Literally, literally, no one can see you doing sign language. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you learned it, but no one can see it. Yeah, you're Italian. <laughs> what was your joke? It, the floor, <laughs> nope, Greg, we're gonna give her. I'm Italian. We're gonna give her 20 seconds. The floor is yours. Okay. No, no, it's killed. It's killed. Okay, no, that's fair. If Willow is declaring the joke dead, it's going to be tough to pull it back together. (laughs) I'll put a gun sound in there. Moment of silence. That joke. So sorry, joke. (laughs) Oh, can can we put in taps? Can we edit in taps for that joke? I will totally edit in taps. (laughs) Nice. All right. Um, okay. So and while so he he uh, David walks through the wood to, to get his brother, and we have another UFO fake out. It's the top of a water tower. tower yes. Which at, even at this point, I'm kind of like, we're like, okay, I'm done. We with get it. it. It's yeah. gonna be aliens. Yeah. Um, brother jumps out and scares him. Yeah. Uh, David, David falls down a ravine because he thinks he hears something. Now, now a key thing. Now the dog is with David. Yes. The dog starts barking at something. Which which is where he goes to check out this ravine. Yes. And he, he falls down, knocks his head, and he's unconscious. Yes. Uh, when he wakes up, and we think it's just a, a couple minutes. Now, when we get to the end, uh, just remember that, that the ravine scene. Because I have something I, I wanted to ask you at the end of this movie when we get How to the end. How he fell 15 feet and didn't break a leg. That's a good one, too. But he climbs up out of the ravine, and he goes to what he thinks is his house. And when he opens it... 
an elderly woman opens up and goes, can I help you? To which he doubles down and says, <laughs> I live here! Where's I my mom? That? I live here! <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> and then he barges in. He jumps Why right in. Give up, kid. He, it's not he, your house. And, and d- does he stop at one room? No. no. He goes to every room. Yeah. And Larry. she yells up. She says, Larry. Larry, Larry handles this like a pro. A kid busts into this dude's sitting room and he just goes, what's the matter, son? <laughs> not like, what? get out of here, you little punk. What are you doing to my house? You are probably on bath salts. Get out of my house. The thing about David Shock, you go into what you think is your bedroom and there's an old man in a smoke jacket reading this old dusty novel and you're... And your, your room's been redecorated to look like something... Very from nautical. Ni- from, like, a 1930s like, European explorer. Yeah, it's very weird. Right before he sends out the, the, the crew. And he goes, what seems to be the matter, son? I don't know. I've apparently lost my faculties. Right. So, David is now... He's now a boy out of time. Yes, and he cries. Uh, they send him to the cops. And the cops have the greatest description of a missing child ever. That that is literally what he's wearing: yes. sneakers, yes. shirt, backpack. Like it's it's just ridiculous. It's hilarious, but it's true. It's because because yep. he time traveled. It's literally, right. but like I just think it's great because this is going to make me sound like a terrible person. If my daughter said, "Dad, I'm going to go outside," I said, "Okay," and she disappeared, and the cops go, "What was your kid wearing?" I would go, "Clothes." <laughs> <laughs> I would not have the foggiest idea. You I could ask me right 100%. now, gun to my head, what was your wife wearing today? I would say clothes. I, would, I don't know. I would that have would to. Be me. I'd have to go through her entire closet and go. Uh, so it's not that one. So it's not that one. <laughs> Here's everything she's not wearing. So, um, so can you do a picture? None of the like. It's some, like Pretend it's like a sculpture, and these are all the clothes, and we're gonna take them away, and what we're left with. Is no, what no, she no. was wearing, I no, guess? No, no, no. It's even better because I would get to the end and go, okay, she, there was a, there's a blue skirt. She loves wearing this blue skirt and I can't see it. But what I don't know is it's in the wash. Yeah, <laughs> there you, you know, go. I'm, and I've given a false description of what I could go with I, this. I picture uh, you. hair? I picture you going through all of her stuff and you're like, I don't see the Halloween costume from a couple of years ago. Uh, I guess she said it dresses a giant banana. I guess that's uh, be on the lookout for someone lying in a ditch in a giant banana costume. That's, so let's see. That's all I got. Uh, she had a pair of overalls when she was she was four. I remember those clearly. So maybe she was wearing the overalls. Yeah, I don't know. Ten what, years later, anyway, well, you would never be found. That's that, that's what it boils down to. <laughs> Wow. However, he's went to a great dark place. <laughs> However, well, wait, well, because in the movie um, it goes I'm dark. I'm just gonna step out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait a second, because in the movie it goes dark because the because oh, the cop gets... goes, he was declared dead, and the he kid was... goes, who's dead? <laughs> okay, like the kid was like ten feet away. I gotta say, I gotta <laughs> say, in all seriousness, the kid who plays David is actually really good. He's really good. He plays it off. Very you know, well. I mean, He's Willow, so- did you 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 like to laugh at other people's misery? Were you just like, <laughs> you're just like roaring at this part of the film. Were you like, ah, ha, ha, they think you're dead, you <laughs> dumb kid? Were you just like, were you just like laughing like a hyena? <laughs> She's no, dying no. now. She's- Willow. <laughs> okay. Nope. Yep. Okay. How about now? Oh, okay. Well, I'm not dead. Okay. I mean, if. As long as I'm not going gone missing, I bet he can find me. <laughs> okay, well, what did you think about David's plight? Yeah, uh, you must have been thinking this he's was not, like the funniest. He's, film he's just come point. back. He's just found out that he's a. They already have a missing person. He's been gone five minutes. Either these are the most efficient police officers ever, or his parents have been planning this for a while, <laughs> or or he's dead, which he is declared dead. Now, what did you think of that scene? Anything interesting? I was confused as to what happened. Okay, that's fair. As I a was kid, you know what? That's no, that's 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 fair. Actually, as a kid, that's the perfect answer because if you're watching this for the first time, you don't know what's going on. You should be feeling exactly like David. Right. You don't know what has happened. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I, I I had the same thought: like, what would it be like if I just suddenly disappeared and, and came back? Like, how much better or worse? Your family would be, be rolling, laughing, and like. Throwing a party? No, that would be me. I mean, I'm sorry, I'll edit that out. Yeah. That sounded, that sounded really hard. That's incriminating. <laughs> yeah. 
So, like, I've gone missing. So you anyway, don't know my description. You're throwing a party. As long as we're, like, right there. So, anyway, uh, so David's parents do show up. Oh, they take David to his parents. They couldn't call first. They, like, the cop no, knocks on the up. door. They and they're clearly, they're like, we're sorry to bother you. It's like, they've got phones, people. Just give them a it call. Was, it's even better. Uh, uh, hello, Mr. Freeman. Um... Listen, you're the one missing kid. You're the one with that dead kid, right? I want to talk to you about your dead son for a second here. What's that? Why don't they just ask the kid his name? They do. They, they do. do. That's how they know but, to get. There. But it's it's weird because they're like, this kid was missing. He was he's twelve, and he should look twenty, but he still looks twelve. And right. they're like, this is really odd. I will say there actually is something we completely missed, and I we have to go back when he's in the woods and he's walking. To uh, uh, pick up his brother, mm-hmm. he looks at the dog and he says, "I don't know what I want in life anymore." Did he say that? Yes, he did. I so, missed that. So, to which I say, Morrissey, you're 12. Let's let's roll it back a little bit, bro. I don't know what I want well, out of life. That, well, maybe that you makes it perfect for this whole kidnapping <sighs> thing, anyway, because. <laughs> Officer, I heard him. He said he didn't know what he wanted out of life anymore. No, no, no. I'm saying, he no, says but, he peaked at 11. No, I'm saying the robot. He's like, well, this kid's got nothing to live for. I'll take this one. He doesn't know what he wants out of life. Right. Well, I'll give him a thirst I'll for give, life. I'll give him anything. After what I'm about to do with him, pretty much anything's yep. a bonus. All right. Yep. It's open season now. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, the, I just really wanted to okay. touch on that because... We're, we're going to skip through some of this. Wow. The NASA stuff is, is okay, but yeah. it's not super important. All you need to know is that while this is going on, they're routinely cutting back to NASA has found a spaceship. Yes. And they don't... They can't get into it. It's like a solid piece of metal. Yeah. Nothing they do can get into it. It's just in a hang. And it literally looks like a giant um, almond. Or, no, uh, yeah, uh, walnut. Kind of, yeah. It looks like a giant yeah, walnut, walnut, walnut with the shell. better, yeah. Um, I'd still go with almond. That's, that's, that's all you really need to know. And yeah. so... Um, he gets, uh, David is in the back of the police car, which he somehow opens, which you can't open the back of the police car. Magic, I guess. Oh, Wishy-washy law again. <laughs> flippy, floppy, floppy. Flippy floppy. You know, yeah. These weren't escalated police cars. enough. It was 1970. Maybe it was a scathing indictment of the lack of funds to replace police cars? In Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, those are... Actually, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna guess in the 80s. Maybe, maybe they just had doors because... <laughs> didn't have a reason to put people back there. there you go. Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah. What could possibly be happening? Uh, it's Jerry's. Uh, uh, Liquored Jerry up again. Let's get him home. Right. Uh, so they find him. Kid, David shows up with his family. They're, he's, they're shocked. Uh, he's freaked out because they're eight years older. And they look eight years older. And he's like, what happened? Uh, and he faints. Uh, yes. Wakes up in a hospital. Yes. Uh, so NASA shows up. There's, there's a bunch of stuff that happens. Well, we, we have to say his little brother shows up, who's now like 16. Yeah. Yes. And he says, this is totally rad. He uses the phrase totally rad. He does. Rad. He does use totally rad. And, um... Okay, so anyway, they, NASA has the ship. They're right. locking it down. And um, they're it, testing it for radiation, trying to figure out how to get in. And meanwhile, David is... They've got his brain hooked up, because they're trying to figure out why does uh, okay, he so, not so NASA, look like he's 20. Okay, so real quick. So NASA comes and gets him from the hospital, says, we're going to take him for a couple days. And that's because they want to take testing, and just because he unknowingly sent a brainwave to NASA... Um, that's connect. What we find out later is David is connected to the spaceship. Actually, I wanted to talk about this because this didn't make any sense. This is a great point. They're they're you know you know they're they're asking him questions and and measuring his brain, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, does the mom say like, oh, it'll be fine? Like, yeah, what happened last time? Yeah, no, those are famous last words for any parent. It'll be fine. It'll only be for a couple of days. Yeah. Your mom and I are just taking some time off. <laughs> yes. Those are the classic lines that I'm are... I'm just of, going to know. get milk from the store. I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to get a pack of smokes. Willow. I'll be right back. Willow. That was an excellent pull, Willow. That's a good one. <laughs> Although it's sad because she didn't say surrogates because I don't smoke. Yeah. Yeah. I do go over milk a lot. Well, as oh. soon as 2019 hits... We're all going to be smoking Mom. like chimneys. That's true. This is where we hear the So they're, they're measuring his brainwaves, and all of a sudden the computers are all going nuts, and they're like, he's communicating directly with the computer in binary and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's smash... Never Mom shrugs. Smash cuts to NASA showing up. Yeah. 
So no 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 no. It smash cuts to a guy and at NASA bringing a giant paper like printout <laughs> yes. of the ship. Yes. And they're like, "Where did you get that?" And he's like, "From a hospital." And so all I can think of is like, there's a freakout, and as hospital protocol dictates, <laughs> yes. they immediately phone NASA, and they're like. Uh, we got our weird computer glitch over here at the computer. Come check this out. No, this movie's... Get out. (laughs) This movie gives you the impression that NASA is literally ingrained. Always watching. (laughs) Always But meanwhile, at this point, other than sending some people to space, NASA at this point is kind of still relevant, kind of not. Oh, oh my gosh, Greg. Space camp. Oh, yeah, no, I figured that one would be done eventually. Oh, we gotta get to that one. Um, Space buddies? No, no, don't ever say that again. (laughs) No. What? No. No, one with the dogs. No! We know the dogs, Willow. We know what you're talking about. Anyway. What's um, wrong with space buddies? What isn't wrong with space buddies? So we think that, so we, you get this impression that NASA is ever knowing. But anyway, they get this brainwave thing, they go and they get David and they bring him. And they give him the old, uh. The days. old uh, huckster routine. Yeah. Let us take you, kid, just for a few days. Yeah. He'll have all the comforts of home. Now, now, and we'll lock him in his room. Now, a couple things. He meets Sarah Jessica Parker, who is an okay character in this movie. Yeah, she's fine. She she's facilitates a few yeah. things. That's fine. That's about it. Um, Do we need to talk about all the rad toys they gave him on his bed? I told Willow. I oh, said, man. I know as a kid, I oh, was man. wishing. I said, as a 36-year-old man, all I those... would love to get kidnapped, lose eight years, and go to NASA because I got Transformers and G.I. Joes and a sweet NASA hat. If we were declared legally dead, we would get insurance payouts. But once we were found alive again, what happens? I don't know. You got to give that money back? Do you get sued for... Oh, no, yeah, no. You get death? No, they, what do, what do they do? Oh, yeah, they, they, they'll sue you for that money. I imagine. Yeah. That seems, that seems mean. If you're like, well, I don't know what happened. I was just disappeared. Well, I guess if NASA comes in, you can kind of go, listen, uh, NASA says I was really gone. <laughs> Take it up with my lawyer, Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> he walked on the moon. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, who's the other guy? Who's the other guy who punches everybody every time you tell him the moon landing was fake? Not Buzz Aldrin. Uh, the other uh, Neil Armstrong, right? No, no. no yes, I'm sorry, Neil Armstrong. No, just Buzz, Aldrin. Just Buzz, Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin punches people. Yes. Yeah, he's punched two people because they said the moon landing was fake. Which, by the way, I would have loved to see him in this movie. Oh, the best. Just to give that line. No, 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 yeah. it's all real. Oh, Buzz, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give you the old five. <laughs> yes, it's like a Stooges episode. Uh, so, anyway, long story short, David uh, eventually connects with the spaceship uh, mentally. He starts hearing the spaceship reaching out to him. Yeah, and, and, and it's important to know that, that while you know NASA is very interested, the, the teacher from Head of the Class is yeah. the guy from yeah. NASA, and he's really interested in making this kid communicate with the ship he's not doing such a great job of just telling david what's going on or or filling him in on anything and david's getting increasingly more and more frustrated they're saying oh you actually can't go home after two days we're gonna keep you for an entire week yeah i bet the fam go with them that's what i was curious about if they were really like oh we want to get this kid's permission just bring the family no 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 here's the best part because at one point david calls um by the way this the scene does have two really cool things I like. <laughs> David gets to call his family. He calls the family. What's interesting about this is the mother's in the kitchen cooking. The father was doing something. The brother's outside with a frisbee. And all I can think is, you know what? They just kind of went back to their lives. <laughs> like eh, it's been eight years. Yeah, nothing to worry about. They did. They did have a worry about home it. sign. But other than that, they kind of went back to their yeah. lives. But my other favorite part about this scene is well, he goes. He's not there. welcome home. They did get the welcome home side. But my other favorite part is David goes, they locked me in my door. And just like a controlling adult, ah, 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 it's for his own safety. safety. And yeah. the parents just go, yeah, David, oh, yeah, it's of course for it's your for safety. safety. Right. No, that sounds about right. When can he come home? Oh, very soon. Very soon. <laughs> I, I got a real pun, like like Pinocchio vibe from this. <laughs> yes. Where they're like kind of selling, you know, ah, you're a pleasure island. Go have fun. Go have fun. <laughs> yes. And then what kind of like weird business is... <laughs> We get the kids, we turn them into donkeys, we sell the donkeys, we make the money. But, but the you, this, this Pleasure Island is very expensive. 
We make enough money with the donkeys. How much are we going to sell the donkeys for? Enough. We're selling enough. No, but the kids, they come, they break stuff. Cigarettes are very expensive. They all want cigars. They all want cigarettes. There's a lot of you're damage. Looking short, you're looking at the short term. <laughs> Look at the long-term game. It's short-term thinking. You need long-term thinking. But, okay, whatever. This isn't Pinocchio. Okay. Now that's all relevant. Yeah. <laughs> not anyway, uh, he eventually figures out that he can get in Ralph. Well, I uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The spaceship is controlling Ralph and takes him to him. I, I got the feeling that, that was, because how else kid, I that. would he know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, gets, I got the same So thing. he gets in Ralph, the robot. Who, who, who like, delivers papers yeah. and stuff. Uh, and brings him all the way. And by the way, this is going to come up later. The security, I get it. The, the Again, Ralph, security. I, I'm taking you to task, security. You are totally, very bad at your job. They just let this thing pass away. I mean, it gets into the securest building. It's got a an alien spaceship, which, by the way, they have radioactive signs everywhere. And you yeah. just let this thing roll in like it's bringing somebody no to problem. Lunch. Now, do you, do, you, do you agree with me this film would have been made better if Jeff Goldblum was one of the scientists in NASA? No. I thought it was so much better. No, I, I, you know why he would have been, he would have, been, he would have brought too much gravitas. Oh, no, it would have been annoying and loud and stupid. Ooh, you're wrong. No, what I think we have here is a <laughs> spaceship of a uh, 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 many uh, size. Uh, uh, uh spaceship. I <laughs> uh, need to keep your kid for just a few more days. <laughs> you are so much better. You are so much better. I bow. <laughs> How do you, Jeff Goldblum? Yes, yes, yes. A, a fair to middling impression <laughs> that sounds nothing like the man, but has his a cadence. Fair to middling actor. Hooray! How uh, dare you? <laughs> How dare you? He was in Buckaroo Banzai. Stop it. He was in The Fly. Ah, uh, okay, okay. He was in a crappy movie called Independence Day 2. We need to talk about that. Yeah. I think, so I think David... it's called Independence Day 2 Cynical Cash Grab. Let's keep going, though. Yeah. So David gets to the spaceship, and the spaceship... Uh, he sees the spaceship and it opens up. And as a kid, that's super I cool. Love super that rad. Scene. And so you're asking me, what's what is the rad? Which way is the yeah. the balance beam of rad? The seesaw of rad, to <laughs> yes. not rad, if you will. It just got a couple of points on the rad. It's, it's tipping it. in its direction. It it's it's floating. So stairs. apparently, someone knows how to use tinfoil. Yeah, yeah. The inside of this, I did I did write down for your benefit. Uh, the inside of the spaceship is. Ride shiny and chrome. Oh, there you go. You ever, you ever see that movie, Bug? I've heard it's of it. Is it Bug's it's, Life? There's a, there's a lot of tinfoil in that movie. The okay. part where, like, they, they cover, like, everything in tinfoil at one point just reminded me a lot of that. Okay. Not important. Um, yeah, shiny and chrome, way better reference. Uh, way more topical. Is, the inside is all, I mean, just awesome shiny. And like I said, as a kid, I remember just seeing that being. Oh, super rad. And all the Muppets Amazing. that show up in there eventually. Super rad. Yeah. I we're, gotta, we're jumping ahead. But I okay. got a comment about that. So anyway, he goes to the front. He's just kind of looking around. And then he's just standing there. And if you, once you watch the movie, you can see the outline of the chair. And it just slowly rises underneath. Yes. Very... You know what I was thinking? What if he's just a step forward or backwards? What would happen? Uh, Willow, if he was standing... That is an excellent question. If he was standing where the chair rises and he just slowly goes Whoa, He just falls over. And he's just like... Oh. Breaks his leg. <laughs> no, smashes his head. Smashes his head and dies instantly. <laughs> and Max is like, oh no. Oh no. The navigator is dead. <laughs> That's the end of me. <laughs> Might as well give up all my worldly possession. You're right, You're oh, right Willow. Willow, what a great point. Oh my gosh. So anyway, uh, so he gets in there. Uh, the and I want to say how convenient David is wearing the same exact clothes when he initially disappeared, so that when at the end of the film he travels back in time, he's wearing. He's the same a cartoon clothes. character at this point. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, so he escapes. Yes, he escapes. He he the yeah, the ship opens. It lets him in. It starts talking to him, and he's like, "Just get me away from now, here. That's all I want." And it busts right out. Now this is my. Now this is the opening clip for us. Um, it's the scene when uh, the the voice first comes on and starts okay. talking to him, and you know he like zooms on his face. You're the navigator. Because I just because he kind of explains a little bit of what, what's it going on. Does not on. understand personal space that Max. No, uh, it explains a little bit about what's going on. It gives David a little bit uh, of a of a pushback against him. Yes. but it's such a cool scene of how they get together that I just I really love that scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then our stinger has to be. Every time Max says compliance, compliance, I remember that to this day. Yeah, oh yeah, no, that's that's it's seared a, in my head. Just get us out of here. 
Where do you, where would you like to go, Navigator? 20 uh, miles anywhere. Anywhere, 20 miles away. Compliance? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> constantly says it. Now, here's my question. He flies up at Mach 10. They clearly say Mach 10. Yeah, all the blood Mach- would drain from his brain. Uh, well, he's in, in a, a spaceship. Heartbeat. He's in a spaceship. So maybe there's, you know, force... Fair enough, whatever. fair enough. Alien technology. However, what they don't explain is Mach 2 is the sound barrier. Mach 10 is literally you obliterate things with air pressure. When that thing takes off, there should be a, just a, a crater underneath that ship. Just every, why, why hasn't there been miles. Don't be a fantastic little robot chicken five second skit where it just, it takes off and it stays behind and all the dolls are just, just much. Yes. Because you know. that's the way that would work. It would push away the air so fast it would obliterate Right, itself. yeah. I like that. Excellent questions. Uh, but he goes up 20 miles. David's like, no, I don't want to go 20. So he goes, they go down. We're going to skip some of this because now they just There's, start flying. I, I was going to say, there is a lot happening here where it's basically just like shots yeah. of him flying the ship. Where it looks like he's in the Mugar Omni Theater. Yeah. Um, now, NASA tracks him through... I'm kind of They scramble choppers after him. Well, I, as soon as the thing took off... I. You have to assume they just assembled everything. But what right. I found odd is that um, even satellites today kind of wish you watched oh, yeah. pinpointing things within 14 seconds. Because they get them, where is he? 20 miles out. They had to be tracking that ship somehow. Yeah. There must be a track. Like, just as the door was about to close. They just tossed like, one in. It's, you know, like Batman with one of the bugs. There you go, when yeah. When it was tied down, they put it on the outer when he was When he was sleeping, they just, like, some guy creeps <laughs> into his room and, like, just jams one right into his neck. Yeah. Was that well? That was a cutscene. just attached it to the outside? Well, maybe. I, they could have, but the ship kind of melds and more. We should say, at some point, the ship kind of it changes It can change shape its shape, yeah. It's kind of more a... streamlined. Um, metal as thing. it goes. But he goes out 20 miles. He meets some cows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he learns he was part of a science project. <laughs> yeah. So he was kidnapped. Now, the computer is tracks million, and then it's about to say something else. And he goes, Ma- Max, I'm going to call you Max. So the, the, the robot or the ship is now Max. And it's just this floating arm with like, oh, if you've, I'm sure everyone has watched Star Wars at some point. Uh, Return of the Jedi, the little eye that comes out of Jabba's palace looks very much like the eye that's floating around with a couple, like, fins coming off the side. Um, but even as a kid, I thought this was really cool because other than a couple scenes when it, like, goes behind the chair, you can definitely tell this is on a pole being, like, maneuvered around the ship. Because if you look around the ship, there's lines yeah. where it could go. And it's just, I thought it's very simplistic animatronics, but, but, effective. Very, but done very well. Yeah, And so the kid convinces Max to take him home. Um, and Max has explained he can't take him back to his time because he wouldn't survive. Yeah. The species yeah. wouldn't survive. Um, which, when has he tried? I guess that's the bigger point, right? Maybe maybe it's, maybe it's he's following that law of robotics where it's like, well, it <laughs> might put you, like the, like the probability is pretty high, so yeah. I can't do it because, you know, I can't violate that, that yeah. law. So um, we, we do need to say Max scans David to get the information in his head out. Yes. So Max, the reason Max needs David again is he lost all the navigation charts that he put in David's brain. He gets them back out, but he pulls out a little personality from David. He pulls, uh, yeah, uh, he... he... Which, which, taken presum- which presumably David knew a lot about Pee Wee Herman before... Before Pee Wee Herman, Herman knew about Pee Wee Herman. Uh, because Pee Wee Herman, which we will be watching Pee Wee's Big Adventure... For you, and you'll learn who Peabody Herman is. Oh, is that from Peabody and Sharon or something like that? Peabody and Sharon? What? Peabody's Playhouse? No, it's like Peabody and something. It just came out. Sherman and Peabody? Yeah, that's it. No. No, that's it. That's That's not it at all. That's That's a a talking dog and a boy. Exactly. (laughs) Why can't we watch that? (laughs) Which... They, there was a recent film a couple years yeah. ago. Or is it the guy from um, James and the Giant Peach? No! It's not him Roald either. Dahl, the author? What? No, I should say... Oh, I forgot it was James until I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> is that that guy from James and the Giant Peach? You know, the main character. What's his name from James uh, and the Giant Peach? Uh, Steve? <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I, I remember James and the Giant Peach, but who's the main guy in James and the Giant Peach? Steve. Um, yeah, it must be Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Steve. James is his pseudonym. Yes. 
<laughs> he just demanded when he moved that everybody called him Steve. <laughs> yes. He's one of those kids. Uh, so eventually they try flying off. They end up over Tokyo and they have to Wait, fly back across the U.S. Isn't it because he called him a geek? Yeah, I want to talk about this, okay? He uh, gets his head scanned, yeah. and now all of a sudden this this uh, this Max turns into a lunatic. Like, he almost let, like he lets David almost, almost kill himself to prove a point. <laughs> yes. Yep. And, and then afterwards he's like, oh, I just did that to teach you how to fly. All right, taught you a lesson. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so while we're on the subject... <laughs> and that lesson is everyone is a terrifying, crazy person, and I'm going to stay home for the rest of my life and look out the world through my telescope. Yeah, but you know what? David gets a little cocky because... Oh, flying sure this thing's pretty easy. Yeah, not that I've given you all the tools and, and ability to right. do so. Yeah. Okay, so like, guys, so while we're on the subject of geek, I found this website called showbizgeek.com as a quote. They're saying he's been in trouble with the law and apparently spent some time in jail, facing charges of check fraud, careless use of a firearm, drinking liquor in a public place, and threats of physical harm to others. Cool. And they have a picture of his mugshot. Uh, David. That is what David Freeman looks like now. So really? Yeah. Disney kids. What a sad, sad story. <laughs> yep. Just saying. Check yeah. fraud. Yes. Well, you know, those flight of the navigator <laughs> comp checks, they don't roll in like they used to. <laughs> I mean, I, I just rented it, so he's got a couple cents coming to him. I can't. Well, he was a child actor. He probably got paid a grand. He probably. I was going to say, he probably got it up front and nothing on the back end. Never earned a cent after that. Uh, so anyway, they start wow. flying back across. And they, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker is is explaining to the family to the what happened. Right. It's, it's so yeah. The FBI, the FBI, it's NASA has followed her, and now NASA is like sitting with the parents, waiting for David to come back to the house. So David decides that he's going back to his parents, and he's going to call them. So he needs to get to a payphone. Now, this scene at the gas station has a couple really, I want to say, interesting things. The first is uh, he asked the guy. So he stops at Big Al's garage, this big guy we presume is Al. The kid runs up, David runs up and goes, do you have any money? I, I want to make a phone call. He doesn't blink an eye. He's staring at the spaceship and hands him the money. Yeah. What? Right? And, yeah. And um, Wouldn't you just be a little cautious? Even if you're mesmerized, be a little cautious? I, yeah, you think so. You think he would be. And then, um, uh, uh, so yeah, so he, he calls home. He wants directions. They're trying to play it off like it's not David on the yeah. phone. Did you notice that they're constantly watching? They're watching The Price is Right and it's like dark for outside. Nine, for nine hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's a marathon. Yeah, I guess. Now, when I... I love... I also love... There's a really funny scene where the mom is like watching the news. Like, like um, it's kind of light out so it's probably like maybe the five o'clock news. Yeah. And she's like... And they're like, oh, there's uh, been multiple more, UFO sightings. More information. Uh, more information. And she shuts it off and I'm like... Oh, just wait a few years, honey. That 24-hour news cycle will not go away. <laughs> she go, She turns it off and goes, wait till 11. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, just, oh, your wish will be granted. You, It'll be so granted. Be cell phone cameras you, everywhere. Your life well, is going to change so crazy. Now, going back to the gas, le- gas stations, yes. one of my favorite lines in this movie, another station wagon or, or van or someone with yeah, the kids with, with a, out, a family comes out. And they think the spaceship is fake. And the kids play around with it, and the father goes, get away from there. They probably don't, they don't have, have insurance, insurance for that like that around here. Yeah. No, he says, for that around here, like, he just assumes yeah. this is Bumpkinsville. It's, it's, no, it's no man's land out here. It's just... <laughs> We're only here to get gasoline, and it's straight on to civilization. Yeah, exactly. So David gets back in. He finds out where Florida is. I'll, I'll tell you this. This is one scene between Max and David that... I'm sure as a kid was funny. As an adult, it, yeah. There's there's the, like cla- the you know Max is thing. Max is making fat jokes at the at the fat guy who runs the gas station and Harsh. Uh, you know and no, then that was fine. yeah. I, it's just, <laughs> it's just it's, but it's it's it, it, to me it, it falls really flat like just now where it's like and now it and does especially yes. and like and it's like like they go to Japan and all the Japanese people pull out their cameras I said and that and I'm just Japanese like oh yeah. Japanese cameras are um, no I was actually it's after it's right after that when they're trying to get figure I've, out the um, directions I've been to Japan yeah it's, it's really true <laughs> okay they all have so many cameras you've been to Japan yeah. Oh, fantastic. I went to Tokyo. Are you really surprised? Yes. Yes, I am. That's why I went, oh, you've been to Tokyo. They all, what they I all like to do, Willow, cameras. for the listening audience, <laughs> is when I hear a new fact about my good friend Greg. He was trying to be... I knew all along. He was feigning interest, Willow. 
He was like, nailing it. His ass right. right. Because that. this podcast in particular has fallen so flat, I had to bump it somehow. He's bumping it with a feigned interest. You didn't see him he put his he put his chin on his hand and he just kinda leaned in. Really? Oh. Could you tell me a little more about that? I find that very interesting. Well, why Gregory? What <laughs> is most interesting yeah. to tell? I went to the land of the rising sun, Paul. I believe it was the year of our Lord, 2004. Uh, and then I uh, confirmed a stereotypical view of them by, by American standards, if I do say so myself. There's so many cameras, man felt like it was an Orwellian nightmare. <laughs> There are pigs walking on two legs. I couldn't tell the pigs from the men. Because they all had cameras. They assured me they weren't selling the horse to the glue factory. <laughs> Even though the, the car that took it away clearly said glue. glue factory. They said they had purchased the car recently and had not repainted it. <laughs> this is all going to make so much more sense to <laughs> you. When I said Orwell, it's so great. Solid, man. Solid. So anyway, uh, they eventually get to Fort Lauderdale. NASA shows up at the same time. Now his brother... Did you notice that they're like, oh, we kept all your stuff? Yeah, including including a bunch of fireworks! (laughs) Now I meant to look this up because, you know, (laughs) they don't become brittle and more combustible as they try out. Well, I was going to look this up. Like, what is really the expiration date of fireworks? I'm going to guess it's got to be at least a couple years. I, oh, God. But eight years. His brother goes up, which, by the way, they do kind of misfire a bit, which I guess that's yeah, the gag. I guess, I guess that's like, oh, you know, they're old or whatever. And, and yeah, his brother's going to shoot the fireworks up so David, so can, find David house, can pinpoint where the new house is because he Wait, doesn't know where they moved to. I missed this scene. I just realized when... Like, they drive up next to the kids, and then they're, he's hearing music. He's like, put on something like that. First, plays the opera, which is apparently not music. Oh, yeah, no, that yeah. kid Literally. loses his mind. He's like, that's, that's not music! Now he puts his hands over his ears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then Latino music. No, not having it. I was totally going to keep it on. I was going to be like, ah, drama. Like, you're you're no. going to sing your burrito song? Yeah, yeah. But then, uh, yeah, but then it's no, and then voice. and then it's the whitest music in the history of white people. No, the thing, yeah, what's even worse though is you have to assume because it's 1986, he's listening to a classic rock station, right? And doesn't know it. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have it. Yeah, he just assumes. Oh, they still have good modern music. Yeah, the yeah. Beach Boys. I don't know what that Twisted Sister junk is, but yeah, this is the good stuff. Bunch of garbage over there. Um, so yeah. David gets to the house. Um, and shows up, and, and, and NASA fire every, trucks. Every emergency service <laughs> yes. is within, like, a 40-block radius yes. has just okay. shown up at the house. Yes, well, And no. David does what anyone would do when confronted with a problem. He immediately bails. Yes. <laughs> well, uh. So he's immediately thinking, oh, they all, they all must be here for me. You know Maybe the world doesn't revolve around me. Maybe they're here because of the illegal fireworks that are that, Yes. <laughs> That is an excellent pull, Willow. I was going to say, wouldn't it be great if they're like, oh, yeah, no, there's some wackadoo shooting fireworks that have been illegal for eight years. It's just shooting them off. Even NASA? Even NASA. It's messing up our satellites. (laughs) So we had to get out here. Oh, by the way, you can keep the ship. We're done with that. And a a pig with a top hat is like, it's about time you got here. I called you minutes ago. We found found this little alien thing. Uh, It's it's about four feet tall. Has a glowing finger. Uh, We're going to concentrate on that one for now. We'll deal with that in a minute. Um, Um, So we did did blow past that there's like Muppets on the spaceship with David. Oh, the other aliens. All the the other aliens. You know what's funny? The only thing that's interesting about that scene, I'll make it, it, it's one sentence. I always thought that panel was its own room, which always confused me by the size of the ship. Yeah, that does, it's true. It doesn't make much yeah. sense. But it's not. It's just a wall It's just a, It's just a little uh, cubby. But what? He does, Where is it? Okay, now, it actually is important because he does find a little a little guy that he gets to keep with him. Yes, I can't remember the name a, of it, but something. Uh, it's a, 
puckwormish something, something like sure whatever but he does he does keep it which is important at the end with my theory um and so basically long story short david's like ah uh, you know what this isn't my home i'm you know i'm a man out of time i'm never yeah. going to be you know life's never he he understands now like he can never live a normal life because right. so it's it's gone and he says i'm going to take the risk send you know bring me back in time yeah and he does he 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 gets back in With his own sweet, time sweet uh there's lightning a, storm yes time Time travel. Oh, there's a, there's a nice there's a nice little scene where he, he tells Max that he's gonna miss him and yeah, you know he uh, says which, I'm gonna miss way, you too. By the way, I got a little misty eye. Well, it was it's it's it was it's still good. Again, it's David good. is a pretty good kid actor. He is very good, and you know what, Paul Rubens. Well, you know what, this is his only good action apparently. We all know what happens afterward. Yep, we do now. Uh, and and so. Paul Rubens does a pretty good job too. This has to be before Pee Wee's Play Pee Wee's Playhouse. Because, I believe it was. Yeah, but again, I'm not positive. He's, he's not even because you're right. He's not even put as Paul Rubens. Yeah, he's, Paul Mall. Unless he did it purposefully, so that because he doesn't really sound like him. It actually sounds like an impersonator of him. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a very good description. Because um, they've got this, you know, this like electronic voiceover modulation. On his voice, right. So. right. Um, but anyway, David goes. No, I'll take the risk. And he goes back in time, uh, and of course, he makes it. And it's like he just fell into the ravine and immediately pulled himself out. And yep. Except, where's the dog? Right. Dog just abandoned that kid. Well, he was planning it is not. No, that's exactly what I think. Well, that dog said, "Bark, bark, bark!" Like <laughs> David, come over here. Pushed him. Oh snap! <laughs> and then said. Bark, bark, frisbee, my bark, bark. Yeah. And then turned and ran. No. And then when the dog sees him, because you see, they show a shot of the dog, the dog has this surprise yeah. look on his face. The dog's like, it didn't work. Now the dog has become the master. <laughs> and then he crawls out of the ravine. Yes. Yeah. And the dog cool. hightails it. Now I'm, now I have to learn that damn frisbee. Yeah. Although, poor, poor Jeff. Now he doesn't have that to put on his resume. No. Yep. Blew him out of the water. Yeah. Um, and then David, uh, you know, tells his mom he loves him, his dad and his brother, yep. and Everyone's parents must think out. he's on bath salts. Uh, Roomba. <laughs> Roomba. And then, uh, and then he's, uh, shows his brother the alien. Well, he's, the alien pops up. In his backpack. Yep, and he shows him, and then he kind of pushes him down and says, shh, and that's his secret. And then, as Fade the fireworks up. go off, oh, you one see last ship. One last ship, yes, yeah. sighting. And that's the end of the film. Um, and that is the end of the film. And David, of course, has doomed Earth by bringing a yes. life form he knows nothing about to Earth. Now, I'm going to ask you guys a question, because oh, watching no. this movie, I kind of feel like if it was shot a little differently, and they got rid of the alien at the end, do you think that this movie could have almost been entirely in his head? Yes. Yeah. Yes, very much oh, good. so. Good, okay, I thought it was... Thought I was awful. No, if you, if in, in, in fact, I wonder if they didn't put the alien in specifically almost, so people couldn't argue. Uh, you know what's funny? That, that it was all and the spaceship in the sky. I feel of the two things. I a hundred percent feel the same way because when he gets out of the ravine, and I remember even as a kid wondering about that. If it wasn't for that little alien, you would think none of that actually happened. Um, other than there are a lot of scenes that happen that he's not around, which typically don't happen. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. you could have re-edited or cut those differently and put more scenes with him around those. Um, the other thing is, is the opening... I don't know if you know this. We were watching the movie in because, well, it was pretty late when we started it on Saturday. Um, we ended up stopping the movie. It's 49 minutes. The movie is an hour and 40 minutes. It's 49 minutes before David gets to the ship. Yeah, it, it felt I, long. I I did not realize it was that long. And I, I gotta say, actually, As to it, me, where it, it that doesn't even drag. The beginning of that, actually, the, the action is yeah. pace and it's cut yeah, while it's I, fine. I think so, too. It drags once he finds it. There's think, a, I'd say there's like 15 minutes of padding, and I understand why it's there. It's just, but I mean, it's like, okay, we get it. He's piloting the ship. Okay, we get it. He's zooming around. There's, I, It's just, it, it really felt kind of draggy to me. That's okay. In the I, middle. It felt I, a little bloated. That's okay. I think I think where it pulls off off the rails a bit is going all the way to Japan and then having to come back. That, I agree. That I agree. felt a little useless. I think you could have used that 20 miles out to do, go out uh, uh, 2,000 miles. And, like, there's a part, like, like, 
he's like, bring me someplace they won't find me, and he prunes them like under the ocean. Yeah, yeah. you know, again, it's like that, not... that's a little bit the aliens and all that that has to be in there because it sets up. No, that's fine. Out. I'm not saying that. I'm and... saying there's a lot of ship <laughs> stuff with them. Like, yeah. oh, we're over here. Oh, we're I'm over with there. You. Oh, we're over I, here. I, I'm going to chop that all down. I I feel the same way. Uh, you went first last time, although it was pretty obvious what you were going to do with Blade Runner. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, would you like me to go first this time? Sure. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'm yeah, gonna, let's do it. Because you have a whole uh, seesaw of, of radness to. I have a tally, have a mental tally. Uh, for me, uh, <laughs> it's very obvious that this movie was rad. As soon as I started watching it, I loved it. And I did get a little ways through. You're absolutely right. A little bit of padding on the alien spaceship stuff, but the stuff that's in there. Really, really solid. Really, really good. Uh, yeah. And I was smiling, laughing through this whole movie. I loved it. Uh, so for me, absolutely rad. Uh, Greg? Well, this it, film was... Rad, rad meter fall? Film was definitely rad. It definitely was uh, rad. We haven't done that yet. Yeah, 100%. it was. It, yeah, it was, is. Yeah, things pretty obvious. Definitely was rad. Yes. And I, I gotta say, I kind of surprised. I, I thought this was a really fun movie. I, I say it's still rad. I mean, if you're a... 35-year-old and you've never seen this film? Yeah, probably not. Rough, but, I mean, rough. if if you remember it and you're watching it again, yeah, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Even though, you know, it's bloated and, and there's parts of it that could have been gone. I Yeah, I definitely think it was rad. It's really nostalgic and, and cool. Nostalgia so. is definitely factoring, in, which A I try point. to not do it, but I, I, just, I, I, I gotta say, I thought this movie was, with you. was fun and rad. I mean, I, especially I, for, like, if target market of, like, 12-year-old boys, like, yeah. I mean, it's like crack cocaine. Well, like I said... I, I mean, it's like Roomba. It's, yeah. you know, it's <laughs> just like Roomba. right in there. It's right well, in the Well, like pocket. I said, I, I laughed and, and was smiling through the whole movie myself, so... Uh, Willow, now it comes to you. We've got two rads, so it's already rad. Where are we going with the third one? It's not Could you rad. Oh! I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. This this is not targeted towards somebody. I need a lot at all. Come it on. It was really boring, and I was tired. Was it Boring because you were tired? Both. <laughs> Dang it. Well, what, like, Willow, what do you think could have made this a better film for you? I don't think there's any saving it. Oh, come on. <laughs> come that's just on. laziness. Come on. That's so wrong. You totally can come up with something. What? Like, you're saying that the what, the, what the is, story what of, of finding, of, of being out of time. What if Max had plowed through, like, a, a, a flock of birds? Or a school bus full of children. Oh, that <laughs> there we go. Wow, you jumped to eleven with your own reference. She's laughing, isn't she? I know what makes she you tick. Yes, that's true. Uh, I don't know. I just didn't really like it. It was just really boring. I mean, is it is it like you know the the the, the time traveling aspect of it? I mean the um, the alien aspect of it. Like, what do you what are you thinking? Not none of it. None of it really resonated. Nah, it just wasn't really boring. You know. You know what? Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I, I it's I, I just want to know what I, I just want to know. What. It. Like it's just one of those things you like it or you don't. Hey, me. it's like you know. I I totally I'm am behind you. the. I know it when I see it, or you know, I know what I like and I know what I don't, and I don't like it. That's that's okay. You know what? That's the fun of this podcast, right? What it, what does that say? Missing a sparkling vampire. Oh ah, yeah, yes. definitely. I'm actually no. gonna, no, the ship was sparkling. A space vampire. The ship was Paul. literally an, an aluminum almond. What if? <laughs> the person no. piloting was a ghost, and it was a space ghost. Oh, space navigator. Space ghost. Space ghost. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Nah. No. I was listening to the old podcast. Remember Space Balloons? Yeah, that was fun. Space Balloons. Space Balloons. We got another for the album. Space Balloons. That's the jingle. I thought we already had Space one. Balloons. <laughs> where our motto is, you take the balloon and you blow it up. Oh, we determine if, it, if you're dead or not with it. That's right. Yeah. We had a lot of uses for the space balloons. Okay, so, uh... The next movie is... Wait, not yet. Hold on. Why can't I just, like, say You caught we me gotta last time. Do, we gotta do the plugs. We then do you plugs do the movie. That, then, Wait, I thought we did that then. The no, we do plugs first. Now. You know, we're an evolving podcast. You know, we're like uh, the woolly mammoth shedding its fur to become an elephant. Sure. Woolly mammoth. It totally makes sense. Think about it. You're thinking about it, right? I'm thinking. Awesome. I'm trying yes. really hard. Dude. All I want to do is... Just get those synapses firing. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> we want to thank Mr. Bibbs, uh, our sponsor, as always. Thank you very much uh, for donating to this podcast. Uh, your your donations are helping us to continue to pay for uh, the hosting 
And if anybody else would like to get their name on the podcast and uh, help us out, we really would appreciate it. Go to our uh, our website, thiswasrad.podbean.com. Or have your dog pay money for us. If your dog has a credit card, dog, we've said that before. Yeah, if your dog, um, like you inherited the dog because your like, crazy grandmother uh, left all the money to the dog and now you have to spend ooh, the money on yeah. the dog, nope, you can do no. that. If your dog is a world championship frisbee catcher. Ooh. It's a Roomba catcher? A Roomba catcher. And Wait, it's it, like a police dog? He tracks down people who sell bath salts? Yes. Oh, okay. But what he does is he collects the money that he finds on them because he's yeah, a crooked. Oh, he's a crooked. Oh, it's like bad lieutenant yes. with yes. dogs. Yes, bad canine. bad lieutenant. Bad bad lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's just like that. I love it. So if your dog is, just please, if you could, uh, we'd appreciate it. And uh, you can find us on iTunes, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Please go to Facebook and leave us a five-star review and give us a comment. We would appreciate uh, seeing those up there, uh, A, because we will we'll read them on air, and B, it just helps us, uh, makes us feel good to see that you guys went on there and, and gave us a little shout-out. So um, that's it. Willow is dying to tell us what our next Fleek movie is going to be. That's right. We're going to let her pick the movie from a modern-day age. We did this once before for... Lord help us, an invisible sign. <laughs> that was not whatever fleek means. <laughs> but now Willow will be leading us uh, for the next movie. Willow, what are we watching? Coraline. Coraline. Now, this is a stop-motion animation movie, correct? I don't know what that means. It is. Hmm. Yeah. So, Coraline. Uh, it's gonna... Yeah. yeah. Not to be confused with that outcast lyric. my friend's lyric. favorite director. Caroline. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's uh, that's the podcast. Well, we're really just kind of fluttering this one out here. Yep, just it's it's. I'm gonna uh, see if I can edit this one up to make it sound snappy and pizzazz. Yeah, Coraline. Good luck. Coming up, yeah, on fleek. What are you? Yeah, wrestler that has Ooh, that. Oh yeah. yeah, he's going macho man. Yeah, yeah, I'm Paul. Slim Jim. Oh no, that's all from the Evans family values. Do it again. Macho man. Because Greg's drawn and Willow's going off the rails. I'm, I'm letting you just keep doing your Macho Man impression. I am fully cognizant of what's happening here. Ooh, yeah. Snap uh, it to a Slim Jim, that's, Paul. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for a Slim Jim reference. I'm Paul. I am Greg. I'm Willow. Ooh, yeah. Compliance. 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 Well, excuse me.